Welcome in to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. I'm Thomas Miller. Thank you for joining us. You know, we have a Facebook group. It's called the Subconscious Mind Mastery and Fun Astrology Podcast listeners. It's a private group. And to enter the group, we just ask a couple of things that you answer four questions. One is, how did you hear about us? I want to make sure it's podcast listeners. And there's a very specific reason for this. And then one of the others is, what are you looking for out of this? And I capture every one of those and have for a long time of why people are interested in this kind of material and in this work specifically. Because I figure if there's a match of engagement, then that's a person that we want in that group. But as it has unfolded over the last several years, one thing is obvious, and that is that people trust each other, number one, and Oftentimes, people are vulnerable with their requests of things that are going on in their life. Either they're working through an issue or they are requesting some prayer from the group or covering, etc. But one of the top reasons why people join is they want to know something about intuition. So I went back and did a keyword search through my notes, which was extensive, and I found a lot of times that the word intuition was mentioned. So I wanted to just give you some of these. Here are some of the top items regarding intuition, why people are interested in the Facebook group or the podcast. Hearing my intuition and living by it, someone said. Someone else said trusting intuition. Those are really the same thing. How do you hear it? And then (laughs) how do you trust it in order to follow it? And I get that. It's a big struggle. Developing intuition and muscle testing. I'm going to give you a muscle testing resource here in a minute. Hearing my intuition better. Love that. This one, oh, we're going to come back to it. I felt lost in my situation. I'm retired in my early 50s and not sure what I should be doing with myself. Fulfillment and purpose seem to be waning. Oh, my friend, if you're catching this episode, I'm empathetic and we're going to talk about that. Somebody else said, like everyone else, learn to be better at listening to my intuition. (laughs) Well, I don't know that everybody's dialed into that. I wish they were. The world would be a different place. Tapping into my intuition and learning more about my highest potential. I love the combination because they are definitely interlinked. Be more in tune with my path. Strengthen intuition. Learning to control my mind and its thoughts rather than the other way around. Honing in on my intuition. Boy, that is a crisscross crossover. It sure is. You have to let the monkey mind slow down, and then you have to let intuition take over. And that one continues to say, I've been in a dark place for the last few years and slowly finding my light again and my way back. So there's two people that have said, had it, lost it, want to get it back. So I jotted down some personal lessons around this, and I want to emphasize that this is me, not you. (laughs) We all have to find what works for us. Now, there might be some tips, and what I would suggest is try anything around this that you get a clear signal to give a try. But don't think that just because X person who you follow does it this way, means that it's the only way, the right way, or your best way. You have to find what works brilliantly for you, where your connection is fulfilled. But I have some thoughts on this. So let's dive into a couple of things. These are some lessons learned from my own experience in journal. 
And one of the first things, talking about that individuality, is that I have learned now over the last several years, and it's been reemphasized a number of times to the point where I no longer need to learn. (laughs) I've got it. (laughs) Thank you, universe. I understand. And I am going to be changing my ways around accommodating this because what I've found is that I need quiet. I'm a Scorpio. I've been listening to some Neil Diamond stuff as he is now off the public stage due to Parkinson. Same thing I see. I see so much of my dad in where he is right now. And it's a little sad to watch that, but I'm just reminiscing his brilliant career of a guy that went from literally running the streets of Brooklyn to one of the top music industry people in the, of our generation. What did he say? I will be what I am, a solitary man. And, you know, I looked at his chart, and yeah, he is a solitary man from an astrological perspective. I kind of stumbled onto this by accident for myself in Aspen because I figured, I learned, I saw that the best juice that I would get came when I was alone and hiking in nature. And it was almost magical, the shift. If I was in a room, if I was inside, if I was around a lot of other people and a lot of noise, it wasn't there. But the minute I hit that hiking trail, And once I got this dialed in and once I committed to following it, then the juice would almost come instantly, basically. And it does today. So it's still there. So once it's like riding the bicycle, right? Once you got it, you got it. And look, I love the connection with all of you. And I wish that I was closer to and had a better rapport with my family. But I truly do love that connection. And what I've come to realize is my songs to use a Neil Diamond parallel, are written in the silence, just like his were. And like I said, over the last couple of years, and even here recently, I've come to acknowledge and see again that when I've tried to alternate with more noise in my world, it just doesn't work. So now I realize it. I realize the importance and the value of it, of being able to return to you here sometimes 10 times a week with podcast releases comes from being regenerated in that silence. Now, for others, they need the stimulation of the crowd. In fact, for me, where the crowd would be deafening, for them, silence would be deafening. So there's where you have to find that individuality. Where are you? What are you? What are you doing when you get the most messages? Capture all of that. Like, what have you had to eat that week? Maybe food could be an influence. We're going to talk about externals here in a minute. So figure all the externals, what's going in your body, what's going in your mind, what's going in your ears, what's coming through your eyes, what are are you feeling and sensing inside? Is the monkey mind running or have you surrendered to the silent voice from within? I've told these stories a lot on here. I don't want to reemphasize things we've already covered, but that's what I did on those hiking trails in Aspen is I asked my monkey mind, engage with that side of your mind. Hey, are you willing to soften it down right now, please? And I would pick an object and I would say, until we walk up to that object, are you willing to let the subconscious be the dominant thought? Yes. (laughs) Three steps later, five steps later, and I would stop. Wait a minute. We had a deal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay, now we got to go to, you know, the tree instead of the rock and let's do the same thing over. And finally it got to where it would release. 
but that now is going to be a firmer established boundary in my life for myself. So here's another one. I mentioned muscle testing. So technique. I use a combination of muscle testing combined with Fred Dodson's intuitive awareness method. If you're not familiar with that, it is an audiobook. If you buy the audiobooks, it does support this work because I do get a continued uh, income from that, so I always appreciate it. It's a very short book. It's like two hours, and it gives you the whole process. Then I'm going to put in the show notes a couple of links to some muscle testing YouTube videos. One of them is from Fred, his method. Another is called Prelandra Kinesiology. And I'll leave you that link. Don't worry about capturing that. The link is in the show notes. It's also at the top in the pinned section of our Facebook group, Subconscious Mind Mastery and Fun Astrology Podcast listeners. So for me, I'm listening to it in my soul, and that is the predominant factor. So the intuitive awareness method is the predominant, and then I use the muscle testing as a backup because I figure if it's in my soul permeating and radiating through my body and being captured in the one of the two muscle testing techniques, then what I have found is very high accuracy. And see, then I take that back out to the nature, walking, moving thing. Because if I were to sit on a mat and, you know, focus on my third eye and try to do this, it probably wouldn't come through as well or as clear. I just know that when I get out there and start moving, boom, it's there. That's me. Find your own best way and use, but that's how it works for me. All right, then you filter what should you be using it on. Like take the stock market, for example. I don't use it with that. For some reason, it's not there. If I have a major decision I need to make, oh, you better believe it. So the other thing is I have some baselines now that have come up through the years that I've captured as benchmarks of when it really didn't make sense what I was hearing. Like, let's say the answer was a yes to a question. And you come to find out that, I'll be darned, yes was the real answer, even though it looked like no was going to be the outcome. It's like there is no possible way, and yet yes happened. Well, I've captured several of those in my mind. They're just always there. And those are baselines for me now. All right, so here's, here's what I do with this, is now what I'll say is, let's say that the example is the watermelon example. I mean, I don't have a watermelon example, but let's just say that that was the, I'll say, just like with the watermelon situation, the answer that I'm getting now, is it as accurate? Is it accurate just like the watermelon situation was? And let's say the watermelon situation was something that where it looked like, you know, when I cut into this watermelon, is it going to be red? And it says no. You think, no, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm cutting into a watermelon. It's going to be red in there. But the muscle testing says no. And I take the knife and I slice the watermelon open and it is bright blue <laughs> in there. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about, like the, a radical where it was a different answer than what logic and anything else should have been. Well, that's a watermelon example. Blue watermelons when it's supposed to be red. So I will say, just like that watermelon was blue, is this on par? Is this answer that I'm asking and receiving now as accurate as that? Yes. Wow. Okay. I don't ask anymore. Trust the process. All right. Now, this would be the part that I think many are seeking. The biggest challenge. How do we separate that monkey mind from true intuition? How do I know? How do I know? 
Well, I think one of the big things is you have to get that experience. Once you have had positive outcomes to the extent that you trust the process consistently, then you know that you've separated the monkey mind. So that's number one, just enough times of very positive outcomes. The other thing I do is that I'll ask and I'll announce that I'm going to re-ask. So a lot of people might be timid and say, well, I shouldn't be going back and bothering the universe. I shouldn't be going back and asking over and over. No, I say up front, I'm sorry, I'm dense, I'm thick-headed, I don't get it right, and I've got Neptune and my son together, so I'm bent to confusion Please, if you don't mind, I'm going to ask this a number of times in a number of different ways, and I'm going to come back again just to make sure because I really do want to do my highest timeline work. I want to be on the right side of this. And I laugh when I say it. It's kind of funny. It's like, okay. So if you don't mind, I'm just going to ask several times. And then I'll ask in different contexts and places and ways. Please forgive me here. I'm going to ask this again, but I just want to make sure, and I'll come back at it several different times and ways. That also helps distinguish between the monkey mind. And the other thing I think would be just trying to get as neutral from the mind as possible. And I get it. A lot of people have trouble turning that off. Well, that's a work in progress. See, I think that the monkey mind is the automatic physiological driver of our lives. It's mercury in astrology. It's the mind. It's an active mind. And that mind cannot see into the future. It cannot in any kind of way anticipate outcomes. It is only based on what it knows or what it has experienced. And it connects with and draws from the subconscious mind. But that's all it has is past context. The intuitive mind can tap into the beyond. It can see around the corner. So it dawned on me, do you want to be guided by the one that knows or the one that is basing everything on the past? But we need that monkey mind because once we have the direction, we have to get busy working it out. That's where the mind comes in. And that was the subtle shift that I worked on an agreement with my own monkey mind Are you willing to predominantly let the silent voice guide? And then, once it does, we'll shift into gear and go full tilt boogie. Now, the other piece of this point is when we lose this process. So the person who said they are retired in their 50s and not sure what to be doing. Fulfillment and purpose seem to be waning. You know, this happened to me recently. Something I did that I thought I was doing a really good service ended up boomeranging, and I got off balance. I got off kilter, and the voice wasn't there. I tried. I couldn't tune in. Well, this was something external. It was something that I had brought into my life. So it got me thinking about this, about externals. And that's, I guess, my fourth category point here is we have to be careful because I've looked back in my own life. Okay, what were some of the categories? Work. I had one time a company that I was working with. In fact, this is, I know you guys all deal with this because almost any company today has its pockets, right, of lack of integrity. Well, if that's where you have been working for a long time and that's where your income comes from, and you, these are things that we have to have in our life. And yet, what do we do if there's a struggle with, is what I'm doing really fulfilling the highest purpose here? I had a company that I was working with that I suspected was it was doing some good work. And the part that I was doing was great. 
turned out they had a Jekyll and Hyde kind of composition, and the dark side finally came out. So work is one area. Work is an area that we have to live with and also protect from, I guess, in some kind of cases. But work is one of those areas where it can shut things off. What you might do there is compartmentalize it. So when you know you're in the dead zone, be in the dead zone, let the monkey mind, the mercurial mind kick in, do all of that, and then go back and find your place and come back to that centeredness. Relationships are obviously another one. When there is tension in the house, it's just not good. And that wears on you and it brings you down. And this can be from even extended family. It can be with our kids. Maybe you're struggling with a child that is wandering and finding their way a little bit creatively. (laughs) You're going to deal with it. You're going to work through it. You're absolutely there by their side. And yet you know that in the process, it can affect your own. Well, go back to that thing. You have to get back in that zone periodically. Another one that I mentioned here I'm not going to dwell on is substances. Just measure, as I mentioned before, what's coming through all of your sensory perceptions, what's coming through your mouth, what's coming through your nose, what are you coming through your eyes, what are you exposing yourself to, what are you listening to, all of the faculties. You know, Fred Dodson tries to do things as naturally as possible. I admire that, and I've been working on that as well. Obviously, you need to coordinate that with medical and counseling professionals if you're under their care. Not saying to go at it alone, but that's another one of those externals that needs to be considered. How is this X activity, whatever it is, this thing, affecting my connection? If it's not improving it, then where does it fall on my life as to relative importance? And then see what needs to be adjusted. And then finally, here's your mind part, your mercury part, make the adjustments, make the changes, or try 60 or 90 days without something and see if it makes a difference. Play with the variables. Now, I listed down as point number five, trusting the accuracy. We've talked about that pretty extensively, but I have seen this proven in my own life over and over and over. And also, when I would get a really clear prompt... And then I tried to monkey mind my way out of it or deviate from it. (laughs) I'd get it handed to me. So the key here is to stay in communication. There's back to that previous point. And know that the universe is always trying to get our attention. It wants to protect us if we're on that journey. And we just have to respond in a way that acknowledges that this is for our highest good, even if our mercury mind, our monkey mind, doesn't like it. Monkey mind, that's not your job. Your job is to listen to with me. I say, listen to the signals with me, and then we'll act on them. That's your job. Don't try to determine the signals. And then finally, the last one is simply ask for it. Why not go to the source of all that is, the highest source, God, the universe, and ask for what you want? You can just say, hey, the portal's been a little clogged here lately. Do your checks, know that you're in alignment at least with your own truth, and then say, could we work on opening the portal here? Help me out a little bit. I'm stuck. And just come to the table and ask. Now, here is something that I think can affect this. So you might think about, are there any prior guidances that I didn't do that I still could change that situation? So in other words, making sure that you're in alignment with prior prompts. That's just good calibration with what already has been given. Just a form of personal integrity, feeling good about where you are with yourself. Hey, I asked and universe gave me this message and I just went the other direction. Well, clean that up. 
if for no other reason than just to clean it up. Maybe the outcome is already behind you, but there is some little shift. That's one that you could even sit down with your journal and see if anything else comes up that you might not have even thought about. They might be stuck in the subconscious. Well, you can go in and dig them out. So this is a topic that I think we just keep revisiting over and over and over, and it's one that is so important to that connection. As so many people said in here, I want to get this intuition thing down so that I can live on my highest path. And that's the reason we're here, and that's why we're talking about it. I hope some of this helps. Thanks for listening. I'm Thomas Miller. Enjoy the intuitive journey. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.